0: All right, well, hey, I've got a nice surprise for you today. Um, you know that when I went to India 13 years ago or so, there were, there were these two guys, well, there were a bunch of guys there. India's kind of a big place. Uh, but there were these two guys there that I really kind of connected with, and one of them is now an intern here at our church, uh, Das, and he's going from class to class to class and being interviewed in classes. And it is my joy to interview him today. We had uh, a really delightful time together, and uh, I want to call him up right now. This is Das. So come on up. So I've got some questions here for Das. But first of all, uh, I want to say your name correctly. Your full name. I'm going to do it. Uh, I think I got it. It is Mariana Das Rendla. Huh? What about that? All right. Now, this is kind of a cultural thing that you won't understand. But don't worry, because like 90% of the room won't understand it either. But as I was putting this graphic together... Uh, I was like, you know, that's kind of cool, and it looks like a doesn't that look like a <laughs> doesn't that look like a feel-good Wes Anderson movie? And you know what song this is? Indiana Wants Me. Oh, but I can't go back there. See how it makes no sense? Indiana's a state in the United yeah. States. Okay. All right, we'll get rid of that. Sorry, I couldn't resist that. I, that only took me four or five hours to make all that. but um, <laughs> All right, so this is uh, Das Renla. And uh, I didn't know you guys rolled your eyes over there. That's pretty cool. Oh. That's a common thing all over India? Yeah. Pretty cool. All right, so Das Renla, he is, um, he's 38 years old, and uh, you've been married eight years. You got a baby and one on the way. And uh, there's, there's something else you need to know. In fact, I got a couple pictures this is um, Dasa's family. And that's your wife? Yes. In the middle. And who's that lady on the left? Uh,
1: left, uh, some of our relatives.
0: Okay. Some relative don't really like her. <laughs> She's just kind of some distant, you know. Um, and is that your son?
1: Yeah, that, that is Jimmy.
0: Ra- and I think most of you know that that child was named after me. <laughs> uh, did you know that? And that... Dr. Young has pretty much hijacked that whole thing, but that's, that's, uh, that's Jimmy Young-Rendla. Can you verify that? Can you verify that? Was that child named after me? It was named yeah. after... It was? Okay. Dr. Jimmy. Dr. Jimmy. Yeah, well, you can see how happy that kid is about the whole thing. But All right. Well, let's, let's talk about your life. Oh, you need a microphone. Oh, sorry, dude. Thank you, man. Hey, Tingly, thank you, brother. All right, so uh, you grew up in a Hindu family. Right. Um, What did your father do? My father
1: is a a kind of religious teacher. Actually, um, uh, you know, India is divided based on the caste, and uh, every caste has a different occupation. So uh, uh, my caste is uh, Dasari, and according to our caste, we are the uh, Hindu uh, uh, teachers are telling the uh, Hindu scriptures to the people through dramas.
0: All right, so the caste system, you know, like in uh, like ants and stuff like that, everybody's got a little job to do. Bees have a certain caste, and there's drones and workers and queens and all that and stuff. And so when you're born into a caste, it's just... You're born into a high place or a low place, isn't that right? Is is that how you would say that? Yeah. Uh,
1: it's like a, whoever does the education and the teaching of religious stuff, all these are called Brahmins. So uh, my caste comes under that religious teaching uh, caste. It's Brahmin-based.
0: So you're, you're like in a good caste. Yeah. So you're not working at McDonald's caste. You're like... Raman caste. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you were born in a good kind of a caste, and your dad was a religious teacher. Was that, was that his vocation? Yeah. Uh, uh,
1: yes. Okay.
0: And so your grandfather was too, right? Yes. All my uh, forefathers. Grand, grandfather, great-grandfather, great-great-grandfather, right. Hindu educators, Hindu educators, back back in your family. Three. Yeah. Is that not something? Then you come along. Yes. That's pretty wild. You're in a good situation, and... Uh, um, you're in a high caste and all that stuff, and that, that's pretty wild. Now, let, let's um, let's talk about your father. Still, tell us about your father's conversion to Christ, how that took place.
1: After I became a Christian uh, in 1998, during my college education, and I was uh, clear and uh, I was uh, like a very strong uh, about my faith. And after my conversion, I was. Uh, Trying to um, uh, give the gospel to all of my family members. Totally, we are nine siblings. And uh, every opportunity, uh, uh, at every opportunity, I used to tell uh, my dad about uh, why Jesus is God. But after two, three years of our discussion, he was convinced is he, in his mind that maybe you may be right, Jesus may be only the real God. But I do not want to leave my gods or the, my religion because me and our family and the whole of family uh, st- structures, forefathers, lived on this occupation telling about this uh, Hindu gods to the people, and that was life's uh, source. And I do not want to betray to that and come to Christianity. This given the food to our families and we, though it is not true, I want to stick to it. That was his understanding.
0: All right, so he at least felt a loyalty for the way it had provided for generations of his family.
1: Yeah. And in 2008, he uh, um, became ill with a, a stroke, paralysis and uh, one day when I was uh, in the college I got a call from my uh, brothers that my father is not doing well so me and another brother went to the village and saw my father is uh, put on the bed and they are waiting on my father thinking that he will die in next one or few minutes and when i went there looking at that scene i felt so bad what you are doing here why you are waiting on him let's take him to the hospital if it if, if he may live or he may die but we have to try our level best so we called a taxi, and we, we are uh, on the way to a hospital. I was started telling about uh, Jesus again to my father. Uh, he, uh, um, I told him, Dad, now we are going to the hospital. He is not in a situation to speak, but he, he is understanding what we are talking. So I told him, Dad, uh, now you are very close to uh, the gate, There are two gates, one is hell and one is heaven, and now this is the time you to decide. Death is certain. Our brothers are coming uh, uh, in another car, but if they uh, meet with any accident, they may die before you die. Death is certain, and you are so close to it, now we are going to the hospital, you may live or you may die. Now you have to take the decision you're standing at the gate where you want to enter. Based on your works, based on your religion, where you will go. According to your religion, if you do uh, perfect things or perfect life, then you will go to heaven. If not, you will go to hell. That's what your religion, Hinduism says. So according to that, do you think that you will go to heaven? No. But... Jesus is providing that all, whatever you did, bad or sins, he took away on him, and if you believe in him, and you will go to heaven. Do you want to make that decision now? It's just by faith. If you believe, you will go to heaven. Where you want to go. Do you want to Jesus and believe in him? He said yes. He shook his uh, head. And after that, He lived in the hospital for 20 days, and every day I used to go and pray with him. And every time I say, Dad, shall we pray? Then his face was glowing like anything. He was trying to uh, get up and sit to prayer. So by that, I can understand that he's saved.
0: That's awesome, brother. That's an awesome story. Hey, and that's a lesson, too. Um, When people are in a dire situation, they don't need... They need, they need eternal help, and uh, that's, that's, oh, that's awesome. Um, all right, well, let's talk about your conversion. How did you come to a saving faith in Jesus Christ? Something about a coffee shop, and you were chasing a woman. Uh, you had a dream. What, how, I, I, I don't remember what it <laughs> Um e- Even from
1: the first, second class, I have great fear for death. What happens if I die? What happens to this earth, and where did... My parents go where I go when I die. So uh, in the fear of death, I used to study this Hindu religion scriptures and God things more. In my vacation, I used to spend, I remember all of my vacation time spending those Hindu scriptures.
0: In in Hindu scriptures?
1: In Hindu scriptures. And at 10th class, I formed some of my understanding about Hinduism and uh, uh, in my high school, I come to know a little about uh, Islam. And through uh, some of friends, I uh, come to know about Jesus. So analyzing all these three religions, I became a staunch atheist. No, there is no God. Everybody uh, thinks that there is a God. Hindu is a, there is a strong Hindus and strong Christians, strong Muslims. Everybody is strong in their religion, and according to God concept, God created man. And why all these differences in the world? So why all this chaos in the world? If God is the super controller or the creator of this universe, if God is the uh, super controller or the creator, all this chaos will not be there because He is good. So uh, all these analysis made me to uh, think that there is no God. And in that, uh, uh, t- during that time, uh, I was in uh, my college's second year. And in the first year, one girl came. Uh, um, she is first year. And when I saw the girl in the college, I felt uh, love or infatuation towards that girl. And I, I thought of, hey, I have to love this girl. And I have to find the ways, how can I approach and suddenly, interestingly, in first week itself, I come to know that her brother is my classmate, and I, I made friendship with him to be with that girl. <laughs> <laughs> and the, for that next two years, in God's provision, I was with that Sundar and uh, Suhasani. Both are, uh, that family is very spiritual family. And uh, with their fellowship, I come to know about Jesus more and uh, uh, but that did not make me a Christian, but that gave more understanding about jesus and After two years, I proposed to the girl, and she rejected me and uh, that that's a different story <laughs> <laughs> so this made me more bitter towards god and at this time, I was uh, one friend uh, who was my classmate from fifth to tenth. Met me at a bus stop, and we went to a coffee shop. And he started telling about Jesus because he became a Christian recently and uh, involved in the campus ministry. And he started telling me about Jesus to believe. After I, I hear his uh, uh, things, and I told him I know all this stuff. I also went to the church. And my parents are uh, Hindus, and uh, I know all this godly stuff. I know Jesus, I know Rama, Hindu God, and I know little about Allah. But I do not think that God exists. Because so and so, so and so reasons. If God exists, I have to see him, then I'll believe in him. Okay, you pray to Jesus, and he may uh, reveal to you. Why I pray to Jesus? I don't think that God exists. And you're telling me to pray to Jesus. I don't know who he is. I pray to God, if he is Jesus, then I believe him. When he appeared, if I found him as Jesus or Rama or Allah, then looking at him, I believe in him. He may be Rama, he may be Jesus, he may be Allah. Okay, you pray like that. Then I started praying, oh, God, if you are there, just you reveal to me. Then in that, uh, during that time, uh, in a 20, uh, 20 days or 30 days, I saw a dream. In this dream, I caught up with uh, some new disease. I was put into the hospital, and uh, all the doctors from different countries came to that hospital. You're sleeping to... and you're dreaming. Yeah. Okay. And uh, in, uh, in the dream when I'm sleep, uh, sleeping or on the bed, this doctor's team came to my bed and uh, uh, a team, le- team leader uh, of that doctor's team is telling others doctors to do one surgery in my mouth. Hey, he's not going to live more than a week, so finally you'd give this try. If it is success, he, he will live, otherwise he will die during the surgery. And he given the instructions to the doctors, and he left, and the rest of the doctors are trying to uh, tie my legs and hands to the bed with the ropes. That was my understanding in the dream about the operation theater. And immediately I woke up and asked the doctors, Sir, sir, what you are doing? Uh, We are going to do one surgery. You cooperate with us, and you will be all right. No, 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 I I heard if it is success, I'll leave. Otherwise, I'll die during the surgery. Please don't do the surgery. So far, you did so many experiments, and nothing was successful. If this is not successful, I'm going to die. Please don't do this surgery. And I was begging doctors like anything. And I know somehow they will do the surgery uh, that time or uh, that night when I'm sleeping. Hey, these doctors are going to do the surgery Even when I'm sleeping, and if they do the surgery, I may die. I did a blunder. My friend told me that if I die without Jesus, I'll go to hell. I would have believed in Jesus. If if we believe in Jesus, we can live happily as long as we live, and uh, we can die happily when we die. But I didn't believe in Jesus. I did a blunder. When I come to this thought, I came out of the dream. I was not in the hospital. I was in my house, uh, in my room, and I was so happy because I'm not dying. It's a, just a dream. And then immediately I thought, hey, why this fearful dream has come? And a, a coffee shop uh, conversation came into my mind. Oh, God, you revealed to me. Yeah. No other name come to my mind except Jesus when I, when I thought, that I am dying. If the same thing happened in my real life, if I am dying in my real life, maybe because of some disease or the accident, road accident, I may think in the same way. And Jesus caused this dream to reveal himself that he is real God to save me. Jesus, I believe you caused this dream to, uh, to save me, and I believe in you. That's what I prayed in my heart, and I went to the friend that morning, next day morning, and I told what happened that last night. He was very happy, and in the next 20 days, he took me to a camp organized by this campus ministry. There I come to know what is God, what is man, what is sin and salvation, and I was very happy. And after that, I was connected to a local church since that time. I'm walking with Jesus.
0: That is awesome, man. That was really cool. Um, all right, let's talk about Hinduism a little bit. There are many gods in Hinduism, all right? Like yes. 200,000 gods. Isn't that true? Yeah,
1: 33 million gods.
0: 33 million gods. All right. Well, how, how, do, you, how do you come from 33 million gods to somebody professing G- salvation in Jesus to you And then you get this doctrine of the Trinity. That's got to be—is that confusing, or does God reveal that to your spirit and settle it? Or how did you how did you come to embrace that?
1: Uh, From uh, I come. uh, um, I was saved in nineteen ninety-eight, and until two thousand four, I was understanding few things in the Bible. I was not understanding few things, uh, understanding few, understand not understanding few. So in that confusion, I was struggling about Trinity, what is this, three gods and one God, all this stuff. But after I attended Jimmy Yang's conference in 2004, Systematics, I felt like I got aspects to read the Bible. And then onwards, every portion I was reading from the Bible, it was crystal clear to me. And that made me a, a, a strong Christian to believe everything that what Bible says because it was so clear to my mind.
0: So part of your coming to a saving faith is that God opened up his word to your understanding. Right. That is awesome. That's awesome. Well, hey, explain to us karma and reincarnation because karma is uh, all over the place. I mean, tons of Americans and atheists, not well, agnostics, kind of believe in karma and uh, if you do good and it's going to come back to you and pay it forward and all these kinds of phrases. Um, How does karma work? And uh, tell us about reincarnation.
1: Yeah, this karma and reincarnation are the uh, understanding of Hindu way of salvation. Uh, This karma means whatever you did in the past will reflect your future that will whatever you did in the past that will decide your future and if you do bad things in this life you're going to born as in next life in a lower caste or if you do worse and you may be born as another animal if you do good you will become better you will be born in better caste in next life so this Whatever you are doing in this life will decide next life. And whatever you did in the past life, now you are experiencing that. So in there, uh, this thing, as you are doing good, 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 you will be born in better, better, better caste. And until you reach Brahma caste, Brahman caste, that is the closest life to God. When you live a perfect life, as a Brahman, then you will be uh, relieved from this karma and reincarnation circle, a cycle, and you will be unite with God. That is the salvation.
0: Wow! And so you're kind of like the Apostle Paul. I mean, he was Pharisee of the Pharisees. You were—you're a Brahman. You were born in the highest <laughs> one. All you got to do is live a perfect life. You can be one—one of one the gods.
1: Yeah. You threw but, that away. But looking at me, I'm not better than any other person. So this is not true. Not only me, you, if you observe any Brahmin he is not different than any other caste person. So according to that, if he born again, he will go to a, another animal because of his life. All right, let's, talk about, of that. His let's talk
0: about that too. Let's say you just do horrible. Let's say, let's say somebody does horrible. They're born as a turtle.
1: Yeah, there's and a possibility. I may
0: born in a, a lawyer caste person or uh, some animal. So you're born as a turtle, and that turtle's like, I better be a good turtle. I better live my best turtle life so I can go back up again. That's, right. that's part of it. Right. All right. That's cuckoo for cocoa puffs. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's talk about you some too. You were at university. You were an engineering major. Um, and not only do you have an engineering degree, that was when I met you. You were, you were at university, right? Yeah, so, in, right? So now you have an engineering degree, but do you have two masters or one?
1: Uh, bachelor's and master's. Okay, only one year? master's. All right,
0: so you got a master's degree, and uh, you do IT also, yes. software uh, design also. You write code? Yes, mm-hmm. I was
1: a .NET programmer, C-sharp programmer That's for pretty, eight years.
0: For eight years. And were you also a professor? sometime?
1: Yeah. Before I come into IT industry, I worked in an engineering college as a stent professor
0: for two years. Okay. So that's, that's pretty impressive. Um, so how did you go from being a budding engineer, um, which, which I suspect would have afforded you fairly nice things in life, right? Put you in a pretty good situation as this engineer type guy and, and, and the tech industry and all that. And then, then you go to being a seminary student, um, who wants to plant churches uh, and start a seminary. That's the plan here. He wants to plant multiple churches, six churches in 10 years, is it? Yeah. And then plant a seminary. How do you go from that guy to this guy?
1: Um, uh, after I became uh, Christian, uh, looking at this all this world, all these uh, company, software I was in uh, engineering studies, uh, becoming a software programmer, and thinking that one day I'll become a software engineer. And in that thought, hey, all these software companies are owned by a, a man. And man is owned by God. So it's better for to work God rather than man. That was my <laughs> understanding. And in first two years after I became a Christian, I want to become a minister. But looking at uh, how this church and the Christian uh, uh, church runs? Hey, I do not want to go right away. First, let me uh, uh, satisfy all my desires. worldly this desires, I want to have a big house, big car, and all this. I want to enjoy all this life. For this, I need big money. So I'll work in the software industry for the until 45 years. And I'll save my money, uh, save money for uh, my life and the ministry. Then I'll go to seminary education and I'll become the minister. That's what my understanding. And after working for uh, this, I made up my mind in two thousand six. And uh, in two thousand ten, when I see uh, my progress towards where I'll be in next ten years, I didn't. I, did, I realized that I'm not going to the phase or the plan that I planned four or five years back. Then, I, at that time, I was working as a software programmer, and I thought of starting one uh, uh, software institute to teach to the students. And I started one institute, and I got up, uh, four to six students, and I'm teaching them. And one day I went to the printing press to uh, collect the flyers for the advertisement of the institute. And on the way to this uh, printing press, I'm thinking, okay, now my institute is growing and I'm advertising and more students come and next two years will be like this and next six years. And when I'm thinking these thoughts, a thought came to my mind that I'm climbing a steep mountain with a lot of uh, uh, struggles. And after reaching the clip of the mountain, I encountered God there. And when I reached the p- p- clip, God asked me, hey, you came to this point with a lot of struggle. What you found on this clip? When I saw the p- p- mountain top, I found nothing. So why you came for this nothing? Instead of for what you want to come to this point, do it right away. So that uh, until that time, my understanding was forty-five. Until forty-five, you work for money, and after that, you want to go. I want to go for ministry. So I, I interpreted that that thoughts as a, just God wants me to go right away, not going to that forty-five age. Then I shared with my pastor, and he told that, yeah, you are telling this, you want to be a minister since long time. If you want to go as a minister, ask God what he, what he wants you to do with. Then in one day, one, uh, in uh, quiet time, God uh, spoke to me through 2 uh, Timothy 2.2. What have you learned from me? And trust to the faithful man who can teach others. So, because I was a professor in our college, and as a, uh, I had a good reputation as a stand professor, and uh, all this my experiences, along with whatever I learned through Jimmy Yang's conferences, all these teachings and my teaching experience both helped me to understand God's vision for me to train others so that they may go and preach the gospel to others. Because when I uh, attended this uh, Jimmy Young's conferences, that gave me the uh, real specs to read the Bible. And I wanted to give that real specs to the people to understand the gospel and enjoy it so that they may teach others. So through that, I understood that God wants me to train leaders to plant the churches. That's
0: really cool. And you're at Westminster Seminary in Philadelphia, right? Right. Okay. And he's here for the rest of the summer. Hey, uh, two more quick questions. One of them, how would you describe Americans in one word?
1: Mm. (laughs) Hmm. Americans uh, runs based on the
0: rules. Based on the rules, yes. We follow rules. Yeah, you you
1: follow the rules very strictly, and uh, uh, we Indians uh, we are flexible on the rules, but we are more oriented towards the relationships.
0: I got you. All right, that's that's well said. All right, last thing is you're putting together uh, a cricket match. And it's going to take place on August 5th, isn't it? Is it August 5th?
1: Yeah, August 5th. August 15th is our Independence Day. And 5th, we are celebrating uh, uh, like a cricket event to bridge the Indian
0: community to the Grace event. So we're going to have a cricket match here at Grace event on Saturday the 5th. It starts at what time? Nine in the morning? Nine o'clock? Yes. So nine o'clock, there's like a ceremony and Indian flags. and, and, um, And so we're trying to get Indian people from our community in here. And uh, there are hundreds of Indians who live around Grace Savannah and they're not coming here. We wish they would come here. We would love to have hundreds of Indian people here. So um, how can we help you on that day? Just show up. Um, First, uh,
1: you invite your colleagues and neighbors to participate in this cricket event. And on that day, we are expecting some volunteers to uh, interact with the Indians who come on that day so that you can invite them to church and if God gives you opportunity you can share the gospel with them
0: cool awesome well isn't that kind of cool uh, yeah there's a lot of stuff rolling around inside this guy uh, it's a small package a lot of stuff cooking and uh, really honestly in India I really like you personally but uh, I also feel a really warm ministry connection with you and, and love what God's doing and, and uh, love what he's going to do with you and your wife and family and ministry so how about Thank a hand for care. my friend Das awesome Hey, um, let's go ahead and pray, and uh, we'll uh, go worship together. Uh, Heavenly Father, we come before you humbled. Um, it doesn't matter what time a person was born into this world or uh, where they were born, to whom they were born, to what um, caste system or set of rules or no, um, you are sovereign and uh, you are perfect. You are holy. And uh, we are sinners, born in our sin, born uh, with an eternal, cosmic, forever need. And you supplied for that need in the sending of Jesus Christ, who took the sin punishment in the sinner's place that we might be set free. I thank you, Lord, that um, you um, save people and you open up your word to them. And uh, you cause us to believe what we didn't know we could believe. And uh, you keep us even when we want to fly away. And so I pray for Doss and his ministry, Lord. I pray for his marriage. I pray for his um, growing family. And uh, I just pray that this would be a a warm and encouraging day for him, a warm and encouraging summer, a warm and encouraging time and season at seminary. And then, oh, God, make the path straight. Uh, Might people that uh, are not even known yet come to a saving faith because of your use of this man and brother.